Did you know the satisfying ding that rings out when a Fat Man nuke is launched in Fallout 3 is a lunch bell from the Bethesda cafeteria. You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos, and opinions, make sure you visit the xboxhub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy, and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello, welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode 186. My name's Gareth Brunning, I'll be your host. And on my virtual left is Mr. Richard Dobson. How are you doing, Richard? Hello, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Very good, long time no see. We're going to hear about why in a minute. Um, and on my virtual right is Mr. Paul Renshaw. How are you doing, Paul? I'm doing very well, thank you, Gareth. Uh, I just want to register a complaint that... Uh, Doing the podcast on a Thursday night doesn't half interfere with my trying to get the series article together for uh, Forza Horizon 5. But, you know, I know you don't care about that. So You're Still cranking those out? I'm, I'm, yeah, well, you know, they seem to make a regular appearance in the most read articles list. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. Well, uh, as an audience, please. Is that good? Absolutely right. Um, Richard, let's, let's talk about how we both. What have you been doing, Richard? You've been away, haven't you? I have. I um, I went away with work on a business trip to Taiwan, and after that, I decided to take a few days holiday and uh, travelled on my own to Tokyo and had had a good few days in in there. Um, absolutely loved it. Didn't want to come home. <laughs> Did a lot of sightseeing. Um, I stayed where I where I stayed was was where the I think I mentioned it before, but where the Like a Dragon games are set. So the main city there, um, I was slap bang in the middle of that in the hotel that's got a big, uh, I think it might be a life-size Godzilla, sort of towering um, <laughs> next to it. It's, it's just like the head, the head, but you can, where the hotel lobby is, you can walk out onto a balcony and, and see it there. Um but thankfully, that um, that was shut off. But you could see it from, through a window. But I thought that's that's close enough for me because it was a pretty daunting uh, face screaming down. It's um, not what you want to see when you wake up in the middle. Wow. Well, fun, funny enough, you could book rooms that had a view of, and all you could see was like um, the eyes of Godzilla just staring at you through the room all night. And I was like, not a chance in hell. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's brilliant. <laughs> wow. I'm really surprised that you didn't go for it. No, no way. Um, so you went there for work, didn't you? Is that right? I went to Taiwan for work. Yeah, um, we've got a lot of engineers out there and, and the rest of our team are based out there. So we were together as a team of seven for the entire week for the first time ever. Um, so it was really, really good, really good meetings, lots of good discussions, great, great to meet a lot of the people that I've been chatting via email for years and put faces to names and everything like that. Great. And so, then, um, sorry, go on. No, 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 go on, carry on. Uh, just did a few things in the evening, went up uh, Taipei 101, which I went up back in 2014 when I was when I was out there another time and I think at that point it was like the sixth tallest building in the world I think now in the years since because everything's just been 
every country seems to have been building it's like down to 14th or something uh but it is it is literally 101 floors straight up um one of the fastest elevators in the world it gets you to the 89th floor where you can get really good views of the city in about 40 seconds wow and uh it's the kind of it's the, it's the kind of one where you need um, boiled sweets because your ears just keep popping all the time, you know, like on a plane. It's a very similar sensation. Wow! And then we went to on the last night we were there. We went to a place called Jufen, which is like a, a coastal town in Taiwan, and it's supposedly where um, they got the inspiration for Spirited Away. And you sort of on this little mountain path, and then you just round this corner. And we got we we arrived at the perfect time because it's just as the sun was setting, all these lanterns were lit up inside this mountain where this this little town was, and it's absolutely gorgeous. Did you take lots of photographs? I did. Yeah, I am. Um, I'm planning on doing an article on the photographs that I took uh, with regards to uh, the like a dragon uh, sites that I, that I went round and saw anyway. Oh, but yeah, forward to that. that's great. Idea. Had a brilliant time. Brilliant, Richard. Well, we're glad you're back um, with us all. I'm not. Oh no, don't worry. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Paul, what about I you? Bet he's been a right miserable oh, sod since has, he got yeah. back as well, hasn't yeah, he? Has. Uh, what about me? Well, I've not been anywhere quite as exciting as uh, Tokyo or uh, anything like that. I did go to uh, Isleworth in London mm. this week, which was, you know, one of the highlights. You can always tell when you're inside the M25 because I looked at the sat-nav and it said, you are 20 miles away and it's going to take you an hour and a half. <laughs> so I was like, that was great. Um, but the big, most exciting thing that's happened to me this week is it's, it's fishing related, so brace yourselves. Um, I, I have a chair made by a company called Corum who make very good fishing equipment. Um, and for ages... I've been trying to find a foot plate that you can attach to this chair. And finally this week, I managed to track one down. So there you go. When I sit on the bank next time, I won't have to put my feet in the mud. I'll be able to rest them on my new foot plate. This is what you get from this podcast. Some good. Um... This, is, this is quality quality stuff, I'm telling you. And if anybody from Quorum is listening, I am open for uh, sponsorship opportunities. So just come talk to me. Brilliant, Paul. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I have had a terrible week. I basically um, broke down on the motorway with a big flat tyre. I was four hours on the Costa Coffee. It was nothing. No no laptop. I couldn't use my phone because I was waiting for the RSC to come pick me up. The tyres now cost me 160 quid, um, so I'm not happy about. And my internet's gone down in the house. It's gone down the whole street. And it's not going to be repaired till next week. So we're doing this podcast on sellotape, basically. Sellotape and goodwill. I've found a way of trying to get piggyback some. So if it goes down, sorry about the quality. Um, that's <laughs> happened. Uh, that's been horrible. And there's a helicopter going out outside my house at the moment. So what's going on? I think it's for me. It's all going wrong. It's all going in threes. And But I did see a good series called, and it's on Paramount Plus, which not many people have got, and it's called The Curse, which is on Showtime in America, if you want to wear it. And The Curse is got Emma Stone in it, and a guy I'm not aware of, but he's a comedian writer. And I think, Richard, did you talk about The Rehearsal a while back? The TV? No. Who who talked about that? Maybe James did. It was probably you. 
you know, I don't think it was, but I haven't seen it. But <laughs> I think it might be James. And I think he starred in this rehearsal, which is almost like a weird reality kind of strange thing. And it's absolutely brilliant. It's the most awkward thing you'd watch it. It follows a couple in this kind of place in New Mexico who are making a TV program they're trying to sell about well living and about eco friendly and building a community up from the thing. But they're everyone's horrible, um, but depressed. And it's really, really, really well done. And, that's, and I don't want to say anything more about it in case you get to see it, but it's on Paramount Plus, so not a lot of people will, but so it's called The Curse. It's very, very good. Um, but let's talk about games. Uh, what have we been playing? Let's start with Richard, because Richard's been doing something linked to where he's been, possibly. <laughs> yeah, like, um, like I can't get enough of it already. Hmm. Um, I've just put my review in now for Like a Dragon Gear and the man who erased his name to give it its Sunday name. Um, and this is a sort of... Originally, it started as a, as a DLC for um, Yakuza Like a Dragon, which was the seventh mainline entry. Um, sort of fills in the gap between uh, the end of Yakuza 6, where we sort of fans said goodbye to... to Kiryu, the the main and the main protagonist for many of the games, um, and the new upcoming game, which is, is it called in like a dragon, infinite wealth, I think it's called. Um, there's a lot of confusing names going around now, um, so it sort of bridges a gap between those two uh, because Kiryu's now back. He's in the new game coming out, um, so they've put this. Uh, like condensed version of a traditional Yakuza game out sort of filling the gap of what he's been doing in that time Um, and it's kind of I think it came out um, as almost like with Assassin's Creed Mirage you know how that was like a a shorter Assassin's Creed game this this new like a Dragon Gaiden is very much in the same vein It's, it's it's the same premise same concept uh but it's a much more condensed story wide story uh, i think it can be done in 15 hours which for a yakuza game is very short wow um unfortunately even though i was in um kabuki uh which is one of the cities in the like dragon games it's not in this new one it's based in a in a different uh, fictionalized city which I wasn't able to visit because it was on a different island in in Japan and miles away um, so it's all in this new one but it's kind of like I think I've described it as like uh, Yakuza greatest hit so it takes a lot of fan favorite side activities and mini games from previous entries and puts them all into this one one game um, much shorter story to bridge the gap um, and yeah, I mean, I've never had a bad experience with a, a Yakuza or a Like a Dragon game, and this one's very much the same thing. I did give it Paul's score, though. Oh, oh no, nobody else and, uh, used that score. So, uh, yeah, but... So yeah, two um, out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I can't, I can't say enough good things about this this franchise, and, and this is another solid entry. It's on... It's on Game Pass, but I wouldn't recommend it as people's first uh, entry into the genre. 
I think many of the other games are a better starting points. This one's very much, it's a little bit fan servicey in places and, and there's a lot of things that perhaps you need to, to know beforehand to get fully invested into it. So it's not the ideal starting point. Okay. But it's on Game Pass in case we're keen to have a look at it. Yeah. Um, good. Thank you. Maybe I can finish I'm, one. I really need to... Yeah, I need to have a go at this franchise because yes. every time there's one out, he comes on and he waxes lyrical, and I think I must give that a try. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Paul, start with zero. Never get round to it. Yeah, start. Yeah, start with zero. Paul, start with zero. Paul, what have you been playing? Because you haven't filled anything in our document that we all share. We don't know. It's a surprise. Surprise <laughs> us. It's it's the secret. Yeah, you have to guess. Um, well, I'll briefly touch on news from last week mm. where you and Darren did the worst job of dissuading me from buying a PlayStation 5. So I actually have gone and bought one of said PlayStation 5s and a copy of Final Fantasy 16. Mm-hmm. And I've got as far as putting the disc in the drive, but I haven't <laughs> actually start. played it yet. Yeah, it's a good start. So, you know, I've got that to look forward to. Um, but since it, Christmas seems to be the season of many many games needing reviews um i'll talk again it's another game pass game actually and it's called war tales Mm. and what it is is a cross between a survival game and a, a strategy sort of rpg kind of game now when you start the game you have to choose what the background is for your troop of fellas or women there's there's you know equal opportunity survival here um so you choose whether you're a farmer or whether you're a deserter or whatever and each thing that you choose you have to choose two things that give you good um bonuses and then one thing that takes bonuses away but you might be timid and so on um and then you have to wander around this massive landscape um finding missions and talking to people and doing various fights and everything and it's really really good i'm describing it absolutely horribly mm. but the review is is ready to go live as soon as the editor manages to find a, a moment in the day to send it live um but it's it's a great combination of trying to manage your guys and keep them happy and pay their wages and make sure they've got enough food and then going into a turn-based fighting game like a proper tactical RPG. It's a really good marriage of those two genres. Um, It's really interesting. There's loads and loads of things to do in it. And it's on Game Pass. What more do you want? I've got it downloaded, so I'll have a go at that before Christmas. That sounds very good. I think you should. It's probably not for you, Gareth. You, you'll like the bit where you just walk around the landscape, but and when it comes to actual fighting, you might get a bit scared. <laughs> uh, good, good, great, like that. Um, I'm going to talk about um, Bang on Balls Chronicles. <laughs> Thank you, pardon. <laughs> my favourite, my favourite title ever. Um, now, Bang on Balls Chronicles is a game that has a very retro feel. What I mean by retro, it has that kind of like games you sort of played in the PS1, PS2. And also like uh, Nintendo 64. So it has that kind of Mario 64 or Banjo-Kazooie. You know, when you used to play a game, it was mad bonkers, innuendo. Um, you were sort of like in a massive open world and you could just do what you want. 
and be crazy, almost like maybe like ape escape and things like that. Um, it reminds me of that, but it's very modern still. It hasn't got a retro feel to it. And you play a ball that you can customize, <laughs> yeah, and you go into um, um, Bang TV Studios and uh, you basically have four big, massive open worlds based on a kind of TV theme and it's like it could be ones like a viking ones ones like um piratey ones space themed and you go in there and you have some objectives that you can go through and you've got a boss at the end of each one but you're just mucking around there's so much to do (laughs) secret passageways little objectives here do this here see that there it's like a really old school platformer 3d platform adventure game from those times and you know what it's a lot of fun it's really good. You can roll the ball around. You can bang into other balls, which hence the title. You can platform, jump, get everything. You just really get kind of engrossed in that world. It's really cheerful, colourful. It's a good team behind it. I've done lots of stuff. Um, I had a great time with it. Um, and I, I think I've given it a pool score. I think I'll get a 4.5 because there's not many games. It's not called a pool score. <laughs> it is. I've, I've named it the pool score. It. It's called the pool score. You should be flattered. Oh, and uh it's a really, it's not many games like this on the Xbox. So, and it's a lot of fun. Kids can play, adults can play, have a great time. Yeah, it's really good. And that's out. Now, I don't think the review's out. It's about twenty four ninety nine, which is worth it, I think. So there you go. Um, Richard, have you got another one to talk about? Yeah, well, I wanted to talk about this one because it's just arrived on Game Pass today, and in fact, um, but I'm playing the Remnant 2 DLC called The Awakened King. Um, I've spoke about Remnant 2 before. It's, it is my game of the year for this year. Um, anyone that played the first one will will understand that the second one does everything that the first one did right, but slightly better. And I had an absolute blast with it. And now I'm playing through this DLC which is just more of the same, which I'm, I'm happy to do. Um, I mean, story-wise, because the, the the premise for, for Remnant is obviously it's post-apocalyptic, um, but you have the campaign and then you have these little things called adventure mode where you can sort of re-roll one of the worlds you've explored because it's all procedurally generated um, and it'll give you a new area to explore at your current level, perhaps shake things up in terms of where you originally would expect a boss fight. It'll give you a different boss fight and things like that. And the Awakened King um, is sort of separate from the main campaign, but it is purely just an adventure mode uh, bit of DLC. But it takes place in one of the worlds uh, that is from the second game called La Somme, I think is how it's pronounced. Um, which I really enjoyed exploring the first time because it reminded me a lot of Bloodborne and that um, dilapidated gothic feel to things. Um, but then this this story turns out that there's a, a king that's he believes is the rightful king, and um, you're you're turning up to sort of knock him down a peg or two, basically. Um, and yeah, it's full of secrets again. There's new guns, there's new traits to find. Um, whilst the world's procedurally generated, really doesn't feel like it. it it's so well designed and put together. Um, you can be exploring one way a minute and then 
all of a sudden you find yourself in a boss fight. Um, there was one that I did uh, yesterday, I think, which was against this witch. But uh, it starts off down in the in the sewers area, but it's it's almost like a maze. But as the fight begins, all you've got is a corridor, and the only way that you can access extra bits of the maze is for her to attack you whilst you're near one of these um, breakable walls. So it's the boss fights are really really do change things up a bit from the first game as well. They're much more involved and they've got different um ways to defeat them like like that one. Um and yeah, I'm just it's more of the same. Uh it's my game of the year and I'm happy to play more of more of it in form of the DLC. And you you said uh Remnant 2 is on Game Pass now. It's, got, it yeah, it's on Game Pass today, yeah. Brilliant. It's yeah. amazing, is that? Yeah. Is that and uh, the first one is is joined as well, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it has. Great. Both very I, good souls likes. Um, I have to say, I on. hope that you're a suitably high level because I need your assistance, Dobby. I cannot beat a boss called Annihilation. Have you fought uh, that one? I don't know if I have fought that one actually. Ah. It's like a giant dragon that flies out of a hole in the floor. Oh, no, no, absolutely destroys <laughs> me. So yeah, when when you've got a minute, let me know, and you can assist. Yeah, me. I'm up for some co-op on it, definitely. I've got the I've got the DLC as well. So if you wanted to try that, then uh, you know we'll, we'll organise this when we're not listening to Gareth sighing in the background, going, "I wish they'd shut up." Well, it's room for one more, Gareth. <laughs> well, uh, all I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I'm just going to apologise. I'm just going to apologise to everyone on that because our internet. I am running this off summer tape, as I said before, so there might be some some um, moments sort of cut out there. Um, not that we could hear everything you're saying. <laughs> is, but... that, is that you saying that you're just going to edit me and Dobbo? Dog? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that what is that what you're doing? <laughs> it was like robots. Um, no, it was not too bad. Not too bad at all. Um, good. That's. Um, I will play it. Um, but I've got so much to do. And I've got no I think you should. It's it's um, brilliant. It's really really good. Paul, what's your second game? What mystery game are you going to talk about now? Oh, mystery game. What have I done? What have I been playing just recently? Um, that's a very good question. Um, <laughs> I'm going to talk about another game actually that's just released on um, Game Pass. I'm going to have to do a bit of a Game Pass special today, mm. and it's called June Spice Wars. Now, not a lot of people know this, but when I first started looking at computers when I was at university, the first game I ever played on a PC was called June 2. And it was a strategy game where you had to kind of take over the world and harvest all the spice and everything else um, while playing as one of the houses from June, the book. Mm. And basically, this is like an updated version of that game where you can choose to be House Atreides or House Harkonnen or whoever. Um, and then you have to conquer the world. And there's there's extra layers in it this time that there's... Um, politics involved you have to get voted on the council and all this kind of stuff it's really really deep and complex um i've only sort of scratched the surface i've just started playing it but it looks like it's going to be one of those games that um will consume your life there's so much to go at and once you've finished the campaign with one house there's many others to choose from and try again and there's also uh, multiplayer built into it as well. 
so you can take on other people around the world. Um, so, yeah, this is another strategy game. Um, it's almost like a command and conquer type game where you have to get resources and build troops and then go off into the desert and fight all the baddies and this, that and the other. Um, but so far, I'm really enjoying it. And uh, keep your eyes peeled for an upcoming review. Brilliant, Paul. It's good. You're all happy. Everyone's happy. Um, Everyone's happy, apart from you. Apart from me. I'm really grumpy because I've got no... You two sound like robots. And... uh, (laughs) We sound all right. You sound like a darling. (laughs) And um, (laughs) I'm... I'm going to, well, the good news is, well, the bad news is, I can't review any more games. Well, maybe it's a good news for certain people, but I can't review any more games at the end of the because I can't download anything and I'm up to date. And the one game I've got downloaded is, is online. <laughs> so it's a review, which is a, <laughs> uh, so it's a little nightmare. Um, but the good news is, I went back to my PS5 and went, let's get, let's do some Spider Man 2 because I can't watch anything on the TV as well because there's no internet because everything is connected. Um, and I've done a whole lot of Spider-Man 2, and I think I might say Alan Wake 2 is my game of the year. If I could put a PS game, we don't do it in our list, but Spider-Man is really good. It's much better than I thought it was in the first 15 minutes or whatever I played. It's there's so It just does different game mechanics. You do different things all the time. You're suddenly doing drones. At one point, you just walk around and go on fairground rides. It's a, It's a really clever so much money's been put into it um i think paul now he's got ps5 should get those two games and enjoy themselves in that richard have you played any more of it i don't have it yet oh ah, yeah there you go um i'm still i'm still gonna do miles morales first yeah and then pick good it up. idea good idea yeah it's great really really good really impressed by it um, and I'm sort of like, you know, when you get the open world games, I haven't done this for a while because maybe time. And now I've got to, I'm sort of doing everything. I'm trying to sort of almost 100% it. And it's fun, 100%. Like the first game, you're just doing the same kind of like side quests. This is a lot more mm-hmm. fun. There's a lot more going on, a lot more different things to do. Really enjoying it. Um, good. There's our games. Now let's talk about some news. We've got our December um, <laughs> top top games on Game Pass article to go through that none of us ever heard of any of the games and we don't say much about them but we still do it every month I've, I've heard I've heard of one of them Good, I may go. be uh, reviewing one of them but I can't tell you which one brilliant we'll get to that soon but first of all we we, uh, <laughs> we watched the Dragon's Dogma 2 presentation um, which is a very short 15 minute presentation and it had a release date that we all already knew because it got leaked about two weeks before um Dragon's Dogma 2. Let's go to Paul, because Paul's a massive Dragon Dogma fan. Um, what do you you know how I'm sort of gainfully employed and have a full-time job? Mm. I I may have missed the uh, showcase. Oh, my Jesus Christ. So don't, don't come to me. Have you done anything? I haven't. Have you put any games in? You haven't looked at anything? Uh, yeah, uh, yes, Gareth. I've done lots of work. Well, we've all done <laughs> lots know, of work. The thing that keeps the uh, roof over we've my seen head. You. Every I've night you're to trying to play Forza. will work. Every night you ask us to play no, Forza. You could be doing this. That's not true. It's not every night. Unbelievable. Um, um, but yes, I, I completely forgot. I do apologise for my lack of preparedness. I mean, I know that's normally your jam, but 
Yeah, this time I've let you down. I've let myself this down, and I've let the team down. You're not reviewing the game now when it comes. And, out. and I, I really, I really, really want to play it as well. That's it. You're out now. <laughs> I forgot. You're out for the review. Yeah, that's it. Done. Um, out, Richard. <laughs> Richard, if you uh, did, you watch it? <laughs> I bet he hasn't watched it. Can I? No, I haven't watched it. Oh my! Can you plead the fifth? <laughs> so Gareth what did you think of this oh game <laughs> unbelievable one thing I had in this there's the one thing we had in this this list of things to do <laughs> and Aaron done it oh, it's like I've been nearly with James um, James would have watched it um, okay so yeah Dragon Dogma 2 is so we had a little 13 minute um, video it kind of had the trailer first of all and then it had kind of special on the kind of creatures, new creatures that had one one of the big creatures that sort of comes out. It's like a huge statue, um, statue coming out of the water, like a massive kind of Greek kind of warrior statue. And it reminded a lot of people of like Shadows of the Colossus, kind of like feeling of like you've got to fight this huge kind of boss battle and you're going to have to do it like by climbing up bits of it. Um, I mean, it, I think, you know, Dragon Dogma fans will get very excited about it. It didn't look brilliant. I think we said that it didn't look like a massive step up um, from the first, but maybe that's not maybe that's not a problem. It it looks, you know, they do it. They have a very different. They have a very unique style. Um, it would do some of the the kind of gameplay for that game is probably some of the best gameplay in an RPG. Is that fair to say for the first game, Paul? Yeah, the first game was yeah. was very very good. So I think they will be doing much more of the same. Um, it's a full price game, um, which is which is very different, and it's coming out I think March the twenty second. Um, but yeah, it had all the kind of elements of like the party, and there'll be it's the same elements as before. We've got a party of kind. Yeah, thief. Does this still have the like the pawn system and everything? It, it didn't talk. It didn't show any of that. It just had a kind of special on the creatures. It was very short. The trailer was a kind of known bit. Um, but I'm sure we'll hear some more. Maybe some more little extra bits later on. But yeah, I think it's, it's it looks exciting. I think people are excited. Big game as well that's coming out in March. Another one to add to the list. I can't believe I'm the one talking Ooh. about it. I thought you two would be chatting about it like crazy. I, I tell you what, you're, you're the best. Oh, my God. Yeah, thanks, Gary. Yeah, thank you managed you. to watch it with no internet. I'll tell you what, that's above and that's beyond. That's good, I know. I'm now I'm grumpy. Let's <laughs> uh, make me more. Oh, you've been grumpy all night. Let me go through the next grumpy bit, which would be the the top games that I'm trying to download as we speak. Uh, what we should be playing in December 2023? That's never. It's never going to download. It's, it's, it's slowly churning up. Um, I think one of them is going to be because I can't see anything in the. <laughs> you need to pedal faster. <laughs> one of them is going to be on the Ubisoft game. The Pandora, what's it called? The Avatar game, isn't it? Is that in there? Avatar, yeah. Okay. Well, that's in there, Avatar, yeah. Frontiers of Pandora. Pandora, that's coming out December the 7th. Um, now, I was excited about this, first of all. We talked about it ages ago when we first saw it. So it's, it's, it's kind of like the, the, the thing that's been targeted is like um, Far Cry in uh, Avatar world. Um, I think there's probably a lot more to this. It looks very beautiful. Any of you two convinced by this? Um, not overly. I mean, I'm not a massive fan of Avatar, but having said that, I do like the Far Cry games. Um, so if they can sort of make it feel a bit like that, I might be interested, but yeah, it's not, 
it's not blowing my skirt up, let's put it that way. What about you, Richard? <laughs> um, I mean, it looks very pretty, but yeah, I'm, I just, I'm not sure I can do another Ubisoft open world, tons of icons, do everything sort of thing. Um, and, and similar to Paul, I'm not the massive Avatar fan in the first place. Right. Okay. Well, there you go. You two are not keen. What, what, what do you think, Gareth? I was, I'm quite excited about this, but mm-hmm. God, I've played a lot of games this year. <laughs> you feel like a little bit of a break come December, but I am quite excited about yeah. um, like this. Like now, like a big open world game. I've still got to go back to Starfield. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think it'll look beautiful. I think it'll be quite fun. I think it's like when you get into it, well, I'll be fully into it, but yeah, it's a strange time to come out. I think this would have been better in kind of February or something, but, but anyway, we'll see what happens. Now, you two are going to have to, Richard, you tell me what's next on the eight new Xbox game because I can't download anything. Uh, so, starting from the top, there is Steam World Build. And that is out now, is it? It's always out on Game Pass. And it's coming to Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's December's list. So oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> very soon. <laughs> not not maybe today. <laughs> let, me, let me have a look. Yeah. You, is... two, you two. Well, what do you think? Talk, what do, what do we think about this game, Paul? Uh, absolutely nothing. I have got literally no idea what it is. I've heard the name. But I don't know what's involved or what you're supposed to do. I assume you're meant to dig. Yeah. But yeah, don't know. It's tomorrow. It oh, comes out go. tomorrow. So the first first of December. Great. Thank you, Richard. Um, Richard, tell us about it. What do we know? Um, well, it's based in the same world as the Steam World games, um, which I've never played. And but I believe this one's more of like um, a management simulation game <laughs> so you're <laughs> you're building your your steam world for yourself um but then there's i think there's i believe it's not all underground like the, the previous games might have been i believe you can build on the surface and sort of dig down from there as well that's that's all i know it's like we're um, time travelers now explaining things from the future to these people who just don't know that's me and Paul, just looking at you, going, we don't know, I can't see anything. Don't know what this means. <laughs> uh, 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 good, thank you. That's that's coming out tomorrow. What's next on the list? <laughs> um, Warhammer Forty Thousand Rogue Trader. Oh, I think Paul is maybe going to do. Can you talk about this, Paul? You can't, yeah. can you? Uh, I can't. Well, I can talk about it in general terms. Okay, great. Um, in the it's another. Um, sort of CRPG from the Warhammer world, which looks from just reading the things that have been released so far, um, like it's going to be quite um, interesting. It's going to, there's a lot of different choices that you can make through the gameplay, it appears. Um, so, yeah, I'm quite looking forward to this. I, I, I've become a bit of a fan of the Warhammer games. They seem to be. You know, there's a few that aren't great, but the majority of the ones that are sort of the CRPG stuff like this um, is quite, you know, they they float my boat, shall we say. So, uh, yeah, I'll definitely be checking this one out. 
Brilliant. Um, what's next on the list, Richard? What's next in the box? I feel like a quiz show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Baldur's Gate it's a Three. Oh, never heard of that. Dave, Dave has put it on this list, even though it doesn't have a defined release date. But we're all anticipating it releasing um, when it, as part of the Game Awards next well, week. They've, they've come out and said that it's coming out this year, haven't they? Mm. Yeah, yeah, they have, but they've still not given us a a confirmed release date. Do we think it's going to be a Game Pass? That would be a big thing. I think it's going to be a shadow drop Mm. on Game Pass. I think think it will be a shadow drop, yeah. But I don't know if it'll be Game Pass. Okay. I think they've made the money out of the PC versions, haven't they? So... Mm, I'm also holding holding my breath for that physical release because I think that looks absolutely brilliant. So when that comes oh, the, out yeah, uh, yeah. next year, I think that's when I'm going to pick this up and okay. wait for that. Did Good. you see the um, the tweet they put out about that, where people uh, were getting the yeah, pre-orders yeah. <laughs> and trying to uh, sell them on, and they were just yeah. saying, "Listen, it's not limited. Don't <laughs> don't buy it from scalpers. Just yeah. wait. There'll be loads." <laughs> so yeah, I'm quite. Uh, that was quite classy, I thought, from them. Good. Uh, what's next on the list? Yeah, they've not put. Off. Um, one for you, Gareth. <laughs> I'm going to get through it. Disney Dream Dreamlight Valley 1.0. Oh, that's all. That's got Gareth written all over it. That's. Oh my god! Yeah, well, I've got this downloaded because my uh, one of my nieces would love it on Xbox. I've always got it. They love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. I'll be Don't rambled. tell lies, Gareth. We know why you've got it downloaded. I've been rambled. Um, it's very popular. <laughs> Everyone be excited by that. Um, good. What's next? I'm rushing us through because I can see my internet is getting slower and slower. I can see as we speak. So, can yeah. you see your internet? I can. So I've got a little gauge on here that's going, my God, the date is going bad. Um, this is all- that's how slow it is. You can see it. Yeah. I can see, I can, I can see the code. See the code. Um, what's next, Richard? It's like the Matrix in his house. Yeah. Next up is uh, Barn of Bread. What the hell is that? <laughs> the silence yeah. tells me not, not not convinced by that one. I don't think. Next, what so reading that? reading what Dave said, it's like a, a party based RPG, and and I, I'm quoting here, it's about as colourful and adorable as any pre Christmas game should be. There you go, born of bread, born of bread. I think I've seen this on the list. Born yeah. of yeah. bread. Yeah. Yes, that Good. sounds dreadful. Good. <laughs> you can have, you can have that one, Gareth. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, what's next, Richard? Once you can download stuff. Uh, next up is Trinity Fusion, which looks like a roguelite in the same vein as Strider and Dead Cells. Mm. If you're familiar with those. Yeah. I'm familiar with Dead Cells. I quite enjoyed that one. Well, that's for Paul. This one's for Paul. Put his name down. Good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and how many are we up to now? This must be it. Yeah, one more. Uh Chessorama. Oh, can you talk about this, Richard? <laughs> yeah, that. Um, I can tell you what it is. Yes. <laughs> it is. Um, it's, it's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a puzzle game where all the the puzzles. So there's like five or six different puzzle types are based on chess pieces and how they move. So the first one, for example, is you've got to grow crops on your farm, but you're only controlling um night pieces and how they move you know like the l shape um so you get the grid and you've got to grow your crops by landing on each square in succession but you can only 
move move in the night formation basically um and then the, the second one for example is a football pitch where you have to score a goal and you've got various different chess pieces there to sort of pass the ball around um so these it's just like a puzzle game but taking um the elements of chess and putting those into a into a puzzle environment Oh, okay. Good. And I, and I th- think it's even sponsoring an upcoming chess tournament. So there's quite a bit of um, hype in the in the chess world. I am told about this game. Wow. Mm. Oh, good. Good. I just found it interesting to be. Honest. It does. It did I'm look quite good. impressed yeah. by that. Yeah. Um, let's just do one more little bit of news. That's all right. That's our eight. New Xbox and Game Passes that you played this You managed to get through it, Gareth. Well, well done. It? Without seeing it, we don't know any of the games. We knew okay. a few more. We knew a few more. Um, we're going to do, before this internet's collapsed, it's, it's going to be a shorter podcast this week, I'm afraid, but we've got a long one next week. We should talk about <laughs> next week. Um, it's going to be... Matron. It's, um, <laughs> this is a Darren's good news. Beyond Good and Evil was leaked and then confirmed the 20th oh, anniversary God. edition is um, coming to... It appeared on Microsoft Store, but it's coming in, is it February? Or have they done a date yet? Anyone know? Nobody nobody they've, cares. They've not announced a release date for it yet. But when it popped up um, Tuesday, Wednesday, I can't remember when it was. Um, yeah, people had managed to get hold of it via Ubisoft Plus. They'd, mm. re- they'd released the full game onto there. Um, a couple of people, um, the achievements had popped up, so on, on True Achievements. They'd got the achievement list. People had already started playing it. Um, there were videos up online of the first hour or so that had to get taken down. Um, and then they pulled all that and then said it's coming out in 2024. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's like a circus over there, isn't it? It's a, is very, it? it's a really weird company now. They do weird things. It is very odd. Um, and also, it's like, just, mate, just put all those people on... Beyond Good and Evil 2, if that's ever coming out. Or maybe it isn't. It's never coming out. That'll well, be I, after Skull and Bones. I said that they, they, they were doing this 20th anniversary to sort of test the waters again, like much like when they did the original remaster of this over 10 years ago. That was to test the waters to see if people were still interested in what was going to be the sequel back then. And then mm. it's changed so much in between then and, and now. They've, they must have thought, oh, well, we'll we'll see if people are still interested in this franchise and do another remaster. Yeah. Again. Mm, a remaster of a remaster. I mean, yeah, strange. Talk about it? flogging a dead horse. There's not much left of it. It's just hooves and mane <laughs> at the minute. <laughs> I know that, I know that Darren and myself will be happy to play through it again though. I am. Yeah, I am I, you to it. Never go back, Gareth. Eh? Never go back. Um, good. <laughs> that's good. Now, we're going to finish very early today because I'm, I mean, it's literally chugging us down. Uh, but before we go, can we just, we're going to have a longer podcast. It's going to be me, Paul, Richard, and Darren, but it's going to be a week, about eight days' time. Um, and we're going to cover the uh, Game Awards um, next week. We're going to do a Game Awards special. So it might be a bit longer. It'll be a lot, hopefully, to talk about. Um, can, got a, can I just check? Yeah. Do I need to watch it? You do need to bloody watch it. Um, <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> with ex- extensive notes that I want to see beforehand. Um, Absolutely, it, no problem. Any predictions? What do we think? We talked about Baldur's Gate, of course, which you know about any Baldur's new... Baldur's Gate. Yeah, it's only new ones. Richard, have you got any predictions? Something new? Uh, I'm predicting something a bit unusual, but I'm, I think we're going to see 
the first trailer for the Fallout TV series during then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm quite looking forward to that. So yeah. Paul, and you... Final oh. Fantasy Seven remake on sorry, Final Fantasy Seven remake on Game on, Pass. On Xbox. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. Um what about you, Paul? What any predictions you I got? think it's just all all Baldur's Gate and I predict that I will watch this thing. <laughs> I predict that I won't let you down again, Gareth. <laughs> Good. Um, now, just also, we've got the um, it's the month with the the new GTA Six trailer. Uh, is it? Do you think it's going to be at the Game Awards? Do you think they're going to do their own thing? I know you don't care, Paul, but most of the world. I, I does. really, I honestly, don't. I know you I, don't. I don't. We know if, you're if the spy brought it uh, uh, through there. I know you don't, but it's like, the amount of caring is. You know, Rockstar normally do their I, I own thing. I nearly came up with a thing. I nearly came up with a, uh, a, a saying then that would have had to be bleeped out. So I'll not do that. I'm going to ask Richard. Richard, do you think Rockstar would do their own thing? <laughs> I know you're not a big yeah. yeah. Rocks, Rockstar are the one company that can can don't need these big events, and they've never really used them. I don't think for for anything that they've announced anyway. So I don't see why that would change. Mm. Interesting. This Unless week. Key, Jeff has given them so much money, and I mean <laughs> so much money that he wants that that world world premiere. Oh, that yeah. that would be a big one, wouldn't it? Though, yeah, yeah, it would overshadow. Yeah, it would overshadow whatever him and Kojima are cooking up because that's <laughs> going to be another thing as well. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, great. Oh, good. I'm like, I'm really excited. We don't know what this could be. I think. We don't know much about next year, that much about next year yet. So it's going to be, there could be some nice surprises in there. Um, what are we looking forward to next week, gentlemen? Um, apart from the Game Awards and us all coming together in our tuxes. Paul, what about you? What are you looking forward to? Um, I'm, obviously, it's, it's all about the Game Awards. I'm really looking forward to sitting down and watching that. Um, but I'm also looking forward to uh, trying out my new footplate on the fishing bank on Saturday. <laughs> Brilliant. Wonderful. Which, to be fair, is going to be quite chilly So because yeah. it snowed here today. I don't know if it snowed down where you guys are. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Thermal's on, I think. Good. And what about you, Richard? Um, well, this might come across as a bit of an insult but I don't mean it that way but I'm actually looking forward to seeing Paul next week oh, oh I can't wait mate it's going to be awesome yeah it's going to yeah. be good it's going to be good although you need to sort out your accommodation situation because driving, gonna, driving just... back it means you can't get drunk and who's, who's Darren going to get drunk with then there we go Darren will be all right on his own. <laughs> uh, he probably will, to be fair. Yeah, I don't think it'll slow him down much. No. Good. And I can't believe that a certain host of the podcast has snubbed us again. I know. I'm not going. I'm not going. Snubbed, snubbed us that much. He's quit. He's left the group entirely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, 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 had to, I'm not gonna, I had to leave. I'm not going to listen to you organising your hotels. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was a, a, de, a definitive no of that yeah. when, when, when you left that group. I don't. I don't go to. Yeah, see. it really was. It was like I'm out. Sort of dragon's den gif. There he was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go to cities that become bankrupt. It's part of my part. <laughs> joking. I'm joking. Nottingham City Council. Sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. that's uh, it. He's never coming to Nottingham never, again. I'm no. never coming there again. Um, lynched on the border. 
you'll have a good time. You show us lots of pictures. Um, I'm looking forward to getting my internet back if it ever happens. It might not happen. Um, <laughs> and watching TV again. Um, now, Jeremy, if we need to get hold of you, where do we get hold of you? Paul? Um, well, you can get hold of me on the internet, so you can't. Um, but I'm on Threads and X at Xbox Hub. Paul is my handle. And Richard, we're going to get hold of you. Uh, X Threads, uh, Instagram, Bieber, MySpace. I think friends reunited. <laughs> God, do you remember that? I think we're going to get rid of this. We're going to get rid of this by the end. None of us are into it. I'm not into it. Sharing the thing. You can find out where to go on us. We'll stop this next week. Um, um, now, gentlemen, thank you very much for being patient. Thank you for the listeners to listen to this thing, which probably be like robots speaking for 40 minutes. Um, but we'll see you next week for the special Game Awards one. But until now, bye-bye. Goodbye. You've been listening to the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. You'll be able to find all the notes of this show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook. 